0: You are going to be the best mom. I have an amazing mother.
1: You are the best mom in the whole world. Lady, you are the best mom ever. Welcome to The Mom Show, My 1071's new show featuring guests and topics that all good moms will want to hear. The phone lines are open for your questions. Am I doing this right? 651-641-1071. Or email the show at mytalk1071.com, keyword mom. Thank you for joining us here on The Mom Show on My Talk 1071, also streaming at MyTalk1071.com. We always appreciate you being part of the show, and I'll just remind you what we do. I am Ms. Shannon, and I am very blessed to have a rotating panel of experts that comes in and joins me here on The Mom Show to just make your week a little easier. All those things that you're like, I meant to look this up. This has been causing me stressors in my life or keeping me up at night or when I wake up and I roll and toss and turn in bed, I go, when am I going to have time to look this up? We take care of a lot of those subjects subject matters for you. And so today, helping us with a lot of our mental health and our all uh, those kind of care issues, the folks from CARE Counseling, Dr. Andrea Hutchinson and John Hutchinson are with us. Good morning, John morning. and Andrea. Good morning. I'm so glad you guys are here and you brought a guest with you. Who do we have with us as well?
2: Oh, we have this fantastic person with yes. us. Yes. Her name is Amy Babcock.
1: Mm-hmm. She's one
2: of the clinicians at CARE. She specializes with kids and she's going to be joining us um, intermittently throughout 2020.
1: Oh, wonderful. Okay, so let's start with a little backup information about hi, what Amy? you do. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. You're the radio. Yay! Good morning, Amy. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. No, and as someone honest. who is the mom of a a complex onion style child, it is mm-hmm. always great to go. How do we help peel back all of those layers and make sure that they are navigating that mental wellness space as well as we are as adults? Because I do think that it's something that we know should be important, mm-hmm. but it's not something that we always know how to address some of these issues as a parent, and it's not always something that we easily know how to read because maybe it manifests a little differently a child. Is that what you would think also, Amy?
3: Yeah, I think that mental health can be very different depending on the child. It can be different depending on the age of the child. Mental health can start, we've seen as early as you know, we have trainings for DC zero to three, so three right. years old and up. So really mental health can affect any age, anyone, and it's, it can affect your children. And when it affects your children, it can also affect you. Oh, personally. definitely. And oh, so yeah. it's something that's a very wide range. And I think it's super important to be able to find a place where you can get those services. And
1: I know from experience that a lot of times, especially as a single mom, if the kiddo's not happy, I'm not happy. And you know, it, the converse is important as well. Like when he's mm-hmm. cool, I'm t- Totally cool. That's really just it's how, I, how much easier. It exactly. Is. When he comes in and he's in a good mood, my whole day is golden. That's pretty much mm-hmm. all it takes. It doesn't matter what else is thrown at me. If the kiddo's happy, <laughs> I could probably weather a lot of storms. So we appreciate anybody who wants to be part of the mom show. You can call in with your questions at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. We're going to cover some amazing advice today. And we just want to remind everybody as you're listening today that this segment does not Is does not count as psychological advice, nor does this constitute a relationship. We want everybody to keep in mind that each individual situation is unique, and therefore this information may not be applicable to you. We do encourage you to start your own counseling journey. Uh, If this is appropriate for you to call Mm -hmm. CARE Counseling, that would totally make sense, because you have some great things going on over at CARE.
2: Oh, absolutely, and I I hope that people find these discussions really useful, too, because right. we're going to try to make them as applicable as possible. That being said, since it is the new year, I've got a few shout-outs that oh, I'd love definitely. people to call in for okay. if they if they want to. One, we're donating to NAMI this month. Oh, wonderful. So if you hop on Facebook, you should be able to just click the Donate button. Can so, you tell
1: everybody what NAMI is, please, John?
2: Yeah, it's the National Alliance for Mental Illness. So it's one of the more powerful um, le- like advocacy and, um, I would say, co- like mental health communicative bodies in the country and it's right. really really active in minnesota so they help get funding for things like school counselors or help um you know parolees make sure that like they're not just released into the wild and said right. they have support because like a lot of times those transitions are really difficult Mm -hmm. anything else you guys want to add about NAMI it's just such an awesome organization Yeah, they
0: add a lot of support for not only the person struggling with mental health symptoms but their family and their friends as well so it's a great resource for everyone
1: and I think they do a great job I see them whenever um, I'm trying to figure out a way to navigate a difficult situation that might even be within the news when I'm trying to figure Mm -hmm. out is this something I should discuss with my son is there a reason why it's impacting me even though it doesn't necessarily seem like it should be my community I will see that NAMI uh, name pop up on a lot of those things as well. Well.
2: And since it is such a broad like group um, if anyone has had a positive experience we'd love to get like a really quick shout out So call in tell us why you love Nami. Mm-hmm. I think there's a ton of great reasons out there from their legislative stuff and beyond. The other thing is um, we're gonna be talking about goals
1: yes because mm-hmm. it's
2: 2020 right which is hard to believe <laughs> <laughs> uh, So we're gonna be talking about um, different ways to like achieve goals and kind of like make sure you stick with it past the 10th which I don't know about you. I'm struggling with that already with the Peloton. Right. Um, but this but, is
1: a great, I mean, I just was reading a study where they're saying, even if you are a little behind on those goals or those uh-huh. affirmations, this is a really good time of year for you to start setting those because statistically you still do a better job of accomplishing those if you set them this time of year.
2: Absolutely. We're going to talk about skills with setting those, especially setting goals with your kids. So mm-hmm. that'll be good. But if you, if anyone wants to call out, call in and give a shout out to someone in their life that's positively impacted a goal mm-hmm. of theirs, Go ahead.
1: And again, that number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071.
2: So should we we start with an overview of mental wellness?
0: Yeah. So part of why we're talking about goals, a lot of people are thinking about physical health, mental health. And so we figured as we talk about goal setting, let's kind of define what is emotional wellness. Wonderful. Um, So basically what it is, is it's this holistic idea of feeling good most of the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And feeling good's not necessarily feeling happy all the time, but feeling your feelings, yes. all of them, because mm-hmm. they're all very important for different reasons. They give us information about the world and how we're experiencing the world and help drive what we do. Um, but thinking about being mentally well, we think about kind of the stuff that a lot of people have set goals about. So exercise, eating well, making sure you have good sleep hygiene, um, having a healthy self-image, and having good coping skills. Mm-hmm. You can basically handle most of life stressors right so normal life stressors most of us should be able to if we're mentally well
1: handle them pretty well right well part of what helped me last year when i was starting that journey is i started reframing what i thought i was supposed to feel like every day and so Mm -hmm. for me that meant articulating that for me, it was okay to just feel okay. Because sometimes I'm like, if you, especially with all of the outside stressors that we have and also the outside influences that we compare Mm -hmm. ourselves against, I found like, I'm like, why don't I feel great? Like every day, like I remember I was checking in on one of my wellness acts. I'm like, oh, every day I should be able to put, things are great. And I'm like, no, maybe not. It's okay to just have a, right, that that you need Mm -hmm. to feel great or you need to feel terrible. And I'm going, I'm good with, good. (laughs) Sometimes that is totally okay. Mm -hmm. And so that, once I was able to reframe it for myself, actually helped me a lot. Mm -hmm. Oh,
0: totally. And reframing your thoughts is a really powerful skill. You can learn in therapy. You can work on it on your own. Um, That's a big piece of what we do as clinicians. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. So, um, should we hop into a quick update of what's going on in Minneapolis for mental health? That would
1: be fantastic. Yeah. Let's
2: do it. So, over the course of the next year, we're going to each month, um, spend some time talking about some of like the big things that are happening in mental wellness, okay, and mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're this month is Mental Wellness Month. Next month um, is Eating Disorder Awareness Month. Um, as we move into the spring. Which I cannot
1: wait for. <laughs> <laughs> You're already chopping at the bit. Oh the my gosh, dry, are you not ready? It's so chilly this
2: weekend. <laughs> um, we're gonna start. We're gonna talk about things like Pride, um, National Minority Mental Health Month, Back to School, etc. So mm-hmm.
1: that should be, be fantastic.
2: Fantastic. We're gonna donate to a different charitable organization each month. So please help participate in that because um, we're there's a lot of people trying to do a lot of good.
1: Yes, and it's nice to have those chance that chance to kind of go. I feel like there's a lot of organizations that maybe we don't hear about that are highly yes. impactful to certain people. So if there's something that is near and dear to your heart, please let us know. Oh, oh yeah. totally. Mm-hmm. You could
0: let us know through Facebook. You can reach out to us by calling. We'd mm-hmm. love to hear what you, you know, have to say about that. Yeah. Right.
2: Um, other than that, Andrea, do you want to talk about some of the trainings we've done this month?
0: Yeah. So something that um, is really important to us at care counseling is we really focus on training our clinicians. Mm-hmm. Um, all clinicians have to do a certain number of continuing education credits to maintain their license. However, in addition to that, we provide a ton of training um, in our organization on top of that. So they aren't even included in the 40 CEUs or whatever they need. We mm-hmm. do additional ones um, on top of that. Cause we just think it's really important. So if you come to care counseling, you know, your clinician is really well trained. Right. So this month um, we focused on something called EFT, emotion focused therapy. Okay. So that's been one of the main trainings we've had. It's been, Amy was added. It, it's, it was excellent. Uh, mm-hmm. It started last week and we're continuing it this week. Um, it's all about how to make sense of your emotions and how to understand them and work through them versus trying to avoid them and go around mm-hmm. them so you can get to the other side. Right. It's a really great technique a lot of our clinicians use. Um, another training we've worked on uh, this week we had somebody come out and do trauma focused uh, CBT. So learning more about trauma in particular particular with children. So Amy is certified in that. I am too. It's a really great technique for kids who have experienced trauma. I don't know if you want
3: to add on yeah. at all. No, and I think that to the point of the EFT that you're mm-hmm. speaking
0: to, it's
3: uh, what you were talking about, Miss Shannon, when you're talking about like, it's okay to feel my emotions and whatever I'm feeling, that's, that's okay. Right. Um, my feelings are subjective to me and my experiences are valid mm-hmm. right. and I'm okay feeling angry sometimes because what is my anger telling me? Mm-hmm. So sometimes when we're feeling those feelings that aren't necessarily good and happy
0: feelings, they're still okay to feel and they're right. important. Yeah. And to get used to kind of uncomfortable feelings. Yes. As adults, we have to figure out how to do that. And our kids do too. They have very uncomfortable feelings sometimes. Hence, we see temper tantrums. Yes. Um, And helping kids learn through us how to get through those feelings that are a little bit more uncomfortable. And make sense of them and figure out what are we actually... What's happening? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I'm hungry. <laughs> maybe maybe I have a headache really and I don't me. know. Like,
1: <laughs> I feel like I'm dealing with all the emotions because I also have a mini growth spurt kid right now. Oh. So I'm like, yeah, you're just uncomfortable with your whole body. I get it. Yeah. You know, I take that back. I guy. don't get it. <laughs> I, uh, I, I can... I, can, I can't relate at all because I've always been short, but I am doing the research <laughs> to better get it, I guess mm-hmm. is the better answer. So yeah, Gosh, he's a tall a guy. I'm trying. I really try because I'm like, mom's always been short and <laughs> I don't understand growing pains, but I've heard of them. So let me do some research. Before we get a break, should we just say hi to our kids? Yes, yes. that'd be great. Hi, Charlotte. Hi, Sophia. We love you. <laughs> hi, kiddos. Hello. Dom, I'm listening. Go and eat your breakfast. So <laughs> you want to say hi to Asher? Hi, Asher. <laughs> hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. Real people here on the mom show and john when we get back what are we going to move into next
2: oh i think we're going to we're going to go into some mom skills so oh, we're going to do a movie mom review Ooh. yeah mm-hmm. get excited mm-hmm. for, <laughs> <laughs> um, inside out and then we're going to talk about motivational interviewing and star goals
1: wonderful we'll also take your calls you can be part of the mom show just by calling us at 651-641-1071 we'll be right back with our friends from care counseling Welcome back to The Mom Show here on MyTalk 1071, also streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Michelle, Shannon, in with us today from Care Counseling, Dr. Andrea Hutchison, John Hutchison, and Amy Babcock, and we're giving you some great information on how you can make navigate some of your emotions, do some good goal setting as we move into 2020. It's going to be a great day, and we're also taking your questions and your insights. If you want to call us, be part of The Mom Show at 651-641-1071.
2: Awesome. So... Since it's Mental Wellness Month, we thought we'd talk about. And it's January, we thought we'd talk about some of the skills related to goal setting. Yes, which I don't know about you guys, but I'm excited about. Yeah. But first, we thought we'd do the mom movie review.
1: I know. If we know we're going to do this next time, Sonny and I will come up with a nice little like intro music for you. Is that okay, producer Sonny? We'll find something cute, a little fanfare. Can you like
2: make a little up right now?
1: Okay, what is yep. your, okay, your mom you go. show mom's music show. review? Exactly.
0: <laughs> okay, so we thought this would be super fun for all the parents out there. I know it's not just moms listening, so right. all parents, a really great skill you can do with your kids is start to notice feelings out loud and yes. to talk about them. So, movies are a great platform, or TV shows, Mm -hmm. to start talking about emotions and helping kids make sense of them. So, of course, the most
1: natural movie to talk about is Inside Out. Yes, which we, have, Have as moms, have seen it so many times, probably. We're going
2: to probably focus on movies that everyone's very familiar with as parents, (laughs) but maybe not, like, the top of their personal list. (laughs)
0: Right. Yeah, and if you have not seen Inside Out... What a great movie oh that gosh, overviews right? how feelings work.
1: Right. So
0: it's basically the inner workings of our brain created into this beautiful cartoon that just makes sense with short-term memory, long-term memory, different and we emotions. And have our little
1: Minnesota touch
2: yes. in there, so it's great. Mm-hmm. And Amy Poehler is amazing.
1: Yes. Oh, oh it is so fantastic. good. So
0: if you haven't watched it, you know, I recommend it to all of my clients who have not watched it, whether they're kids, adults, anyone. I think it's a great platform to start talking about emotions. Right. And the thing I love to bring up about it is... The main point of the movie is the fact that we can't feel happy all the time. Right. By trying to feel happy. I know, (laughs) right? I think when we try to feel happy all the time, it actually ignores really important information, and we lose happiness as a result.
1: Right. And the
0: idea is by recognizing sadness and sitting in it and allowing ourselves to feel sad can actually bring up a lot of happy, good memories, too. Yes. And good feelings. So it's the idea that... No feeling exists in isolation. Right. And it's through the combination of feelings that we can start to make sense of our world and feel more just healthy, mentally well most days. And so I help parents talk about, and I'm sure Amy does too, how do you talk about all those big feelings with kids and how it's okay to feel sad sometimes. That's a very normal, okay thing to feel. And by feeling sad, sometimes we actually feel
2: happy too. Right. So Amy, would this tie into that EFT?
3: Yeah, I think so. I think it's about sitting in those feelings. So sadness, for instance. So I feel really, really sad today. And then having the ability to say, wow, what's making you feel Mm -hmm. sad? Right. Mm -hmm. Right? And then it gives the child the opportunity to say, well, actually, you know, someone hit me at school. Mm -hmm. and it really, really hurt. Mm -hmm. And then everyone laughed and it made me feel, like, really sad. Right. And then being able to go another step further even and saying, like what about that made you feel so Mm -hmm. sad and like actually getting to the root of that pain and Mm -hmm. that, that, that trouble that goes along with it and saying like, you know what, let's figure out how we can deal with this next time. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. who can we talk to? Um, And even just, it helps even going about it in that way, helps the parent help the child actually express and communicate the feeling rather than just sit and say, I don't feel good. I feel bad. I feel bad because bad Mm -hmm. is a type of feeling. But what kind of bad are you feeling? Is what Mm -hmm. I always say. I
1: am so glad that we're discussing this, and Mm -hmm. thank you for bringing that up, Amy. Because I think especially when you have, I'm in the midst of all of that. Since I have a little boy, and he's 11, it's that Mm -hmm. uh, preteen hormone spikes where sometimes he goes from sad to angry. Mm -hmm. If and I'm like, I would rather catch it when it's sad, you know, (laughs) kind of thing, and help him figure out that it's okay to like to feel that way. Before it gets to the point that it transfers into another mm-hmm. emotion that is even more difficult for him to deal with. you know, yeah. And angry is fine, too. But it's all a matter yeah. of figuring out how to do all these things in moderation. So it's probably yeah. really great to have these conversations. I mean,
2: Andrew, you've been working on that with Sophie. Our two-year-old yes. feels anger yeah. as, like, the first thing.
1: Right. And we're and- like, anger's not terrible, but we need to figure yeah. out how to... Have that come out in little spurts, and I'm like,
2: "Calm down, kiddo." But Andrea, you're you're doing something that's far more effective. I've
0: been working with her a <laughs> lot to figure out what's what's underneath the anger and trying to name what that is, because for her, often it is like feeling cheated by her sister, right? Or maybe she's really hungry in that moment, or she's tired. So, trying to identify what's actually happening, and then we talk about trying to fill her heart with. Happiness, right? And with love, because through love she can usually get through some of that anger, so she can figure out what's
1: actually happening. And we okay. do a lot of deep breathing. Yes, we do a lot. <laughs> we of do deep that breathing. too. We're working on that now. I'm like, he just yes. can look at me now. He can feel it coming. What are those balls called, Amy? The ones that
3: oh, the out? Hoberman spheres. the yeah. <laughs> breathing balls. Yes, they go out and expand and come I back might
1: back. have to get him one. Those, those are great a idea,
2: kids. It's amazing. They they breathe in naturally with them. It kind of looks like an erector set. Yes. Mm -hmm. But a ball. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that was the
1: name of them. So I'm glad that now when I go to look for one, I'm not just going, you know that thingy that you pull out and the thingy does this? (laughs) That's a really bad way to describe it. We'll That's break.
2: how I used to describe
1: it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that thingy that I pull out and it looks really neat.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You throw it up in the air to get, yeah. and it And I'm sure the they're
1: name. like, "You're an adult, use your words." I'm like, "I can't. Those I are know. all the <laughs> words I have right now." It goes out oh oh like this. Right. And <laughs> they like that. Exactly. <laughs> you have to use your hands to show. Oh, I with
2: like kids you're like use your words. Please right. use your words.
1: Yes. And <laughs> and then I'm like, "I am not setting a good example for that right now cuz I don't know have the right words for this." We'll, about-
0: we'll post a picture of it on the on our Facebook page. Thank you. And so if you can't remember the name of it, go to Care Counseling on Facebook and that'll help you figure out the name of and then when you recommend. go yeah. And then when
1: you go to, like, the toy store, you know, kind of thing, or you're, you're at Big Braids, you can, like, just show them yeah. the picture if all else fails. I or look it. for it on Amazon. It'll be great. Another oh, great,
2: Amazon, thank you. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> exactly. Another great trick, too, you know, we're talking about helping kids identify their emotions and make sense of them. You know, one of the best models is you. Yes. You as mm-hmm. the mom, you as the dad, you as the parent, the grandparent. If you're feeling frustrated, name it. Right. And the way we manage feelings usually is name it to tame it so we got to name our emotions and i think it's really healthy for kids to see that mom's not always happy right mom's not always sad name whatever feeling you're feeling and help the kids understand it it might feel kind of artificial i tell parents but the more you do it it becomes uh more natural because usually Mm -hmm. we're not like hey miss shannon today i'm feeling frustrated (laughs) right it's just not our normal thing we do right honestly naming your feelings can be one of the most powerful things you can do as a parent
1: and it's hard, I mean, because there's lots of times that I like to only showcase the positivity, because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I don't want him to see the negative side, because then it's going to bleed into him, yep. but now I'm going, no, sometimes he needs to see me go, no, this is making me sad, yep. or the fact that you're doing X is frustrating me, and what you so that do he do knows what's the reality.
0: Yep, and you can make it positive by saying, I'm feeling frustrated right now, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk away for two minutes, I'm going to do 20 deep breaths, and then I'm going to come back because I think I'll feel better. Oh, that'll and be then a good idea. come back and feel better, or do it in the moment with the kids. Hey, let's sit down on the floor, let's cross our legs, and let's do breathing together because I'm feeling like I need some help with it right now.
1: Right. Yeah. So
0: modeling how to cope with feelings that are a little bit harder can be so powerful for a kid, too. Yeah. Well, and in that, modeling is also
3: good because a lot of times what we see is that different feelings in kids mm-hmm. present as being angry even if they're not really angry right. so modeling yeah. can help with that
1: mm-hmm.
2: so speaking of modeling should we talk about modeling good goal setting with kids that'd be fantastic yeah. mm-hmm. okay so I and also I posted the thing about Hopperman Balls oh wonderful so thank you very much we to appreciate that Care Counseling's Facebook page and you can find it um, I just linked the Amazon
1: wonderful it's like seven bucks
2: okay um, okay so star goals mm-hmm. this is a really really easy way to set good ro- goals so specific hmm time bound mm-hmm. um achievable mm-hmm. and um, realistic yes so the idea is you're setting a goal that you can actually achieve in a specific amount of time and it something like doubles or triples the efficacy yes so it's really good professionally but it's also really good with kids because yes. then you can help them like how do you get your homework
1: done right saying
2: i'll finish all my homework after dinner is not like a great goal right saying like how about each each week I make sure I have all my homework organized before dinner Right is like a really achievable goal. They, they know when they're going to do it. They can actually achieve it. It's realistic. It's time bound. That's kind of where we want to be.
1: And mm-hmm. I had to add in something that, you know, to make sure it was achievable. I had to figure out how do I measure mm-hmm. when it's done? Yep. And so it, you know, we had to really get better about articulating what that measure mm-hmm. was so that we can go, Nope. Okay. You got this far. Yeah. We're good.
2: Yeah. And I, I was actually thinking about it as I was getting ready today. And I I feel like achievable and realistic sound really similar. Yeah. But what's achievable to me is not the same as someone else. So there's no way I'm going to do a sub four hour marathon. This
1: year. <laughs> Fair enough. But everybody is different. Uh-huh. We are covering some great topics here on the Mom Show this morning. Courtesy of our friends over at Care Counseling, we're encouraging you to be part of the show. It's very easy to get a hold of us. The number is six five one six four one one zero seven one. We're going to come back with some more information on mental wellness, and we'll talk to you as well. Thanks for being part of the show. Welcome back to The Mom Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Miss Shannon. In with us today from Care Counseling, we have Dr. Andrea Hutchinson, John Hutchinson, and Amy Babcock. We've been talking about not only mental wellness, but doing some really good goal setting for yourself and your kids. And if you'd like to be part of the show, the number is 651-641-1071.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So We're going to kind of jump right back into the star goals. We were just talking about those. And that was just a reminder, too. If you have somebody helping you
2: achieve a goal, Mm -hmm.
0: feel free to call in today and do a quick shout out. Mm -hmm. How often do you have the opportunity to say, thank you, mom, for helping with this? Or thanks, best friend, for helping me achieve this goal. You can be
2: live on the radio.
1: Yeah, 651-641-1071 is the number.
0: Yeah, it could even be a good
2: time
3: to celebrate a goal that your child has achieved. Yay.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Totally. Those are the best. (laughs) Because you, I mean, you feel proud as a parent as well. You're like, look what we managed to get to. Uh Right. Right.
2: So, so star goals, as a reminder, specific, time-bound, achievable, realistic. Yes.
0: Yes. So, we're going to apply this a little bit to kiddos, but also I want to point out, you know, thinking about care counseling or any counseling center, everyone has a treatment plan. Right. So, when we're working with clients at care counseling, you know, after we do kind of what we call a diagnostic assessment, we figure out what symptoms they have. That starts making a roadmap to what therapy will look like. Okay. And a piece of the roadmap is making our treatment plans. And our treatment plans are always measurable. Mm-hmm. They do basically the STAR technique, and we go over them every three months or sooner if needed. Yes. So if you are in therapy, you know, and you don't know your goals, I would really talk to your therapist about, what am I working on in here? What do you have written down as my goals? Because I think it's a really important thing to talk about. And we have all of our clinicians talk to their clients. Mm-hmm every three months about where we're at with their objectives, their goals. How will we know when therapy is over and kind of having that really frank conversation about where are we at? Is this working? Is this helping? Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Because I think your time is precious and you want totally. therapy to help you mm-hmm. and help you get to something. You don't want it mm-hmm. to be more of a burden. And so if you know yeah. what you're achieving, it probably makes everything work more smooth. And I think that's oh, a good yeah. reminder
2: of the fact that like there. I feel like, especially in 2020, um, people need to be aware of the fact that therapy doesn't mean everything has gone wrong in your life. Right. A lot of times it's helping to like round out the edges before things go wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like, please feel free to reach out for help. We have a ton of clients that come in that are just working on like self improvement and betterment addressing like these little kind of hiccups in their life that are difficult. So Mm -hmm. the team at care counseling is here.
0: Yeah. And we really appreciate all of the, my talk listeners, I mean, the people who listen to the mom show and have oh, um, so come to CARE or have called us at CARE, it's just been really powerful to hear all of you come together and use us as a resource. It's such a cool right.
2: community. So yes.
0: Please keep reaching out to CARE Counseling. We're here to help our whole community, and it's really nice to see how um, all the my talkers have used us. And well, it's
1: always wonderful to share those things because you get that commonality of, I'm not the only one. And right. sometimes yep. just tapping into that as a resource is very freeing mm-hmm. because you probably get stuck in your head going, am I the one that's the problem? And it's yeah. like, no, there's a lot of things that are all bo- going into the whole soup that makes you you.
0: Yep, totally. Yep. And with the treatment plans, you know, therapy's one hour a week t- typically at a place yep. like care. So in one hour, really, you're going to make a little bit of a difference, but it's what you do between sessions that will really make a difference. So If you know what you're supposed to be working on or what you want to be working on. And it aligns with the treatment goals, that's how momentum is going to take place. Yeah. That's right. how you're going to move forward. Therapy takes work. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I'd also call out about the mom, like just the My Talk group. A lot of times we get questions like, why, as a mental health agency, are you talking on My Talk? Right. Like, why'd you pick that? And it's because the staff here is so committed to mental health. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Like I love all of the stories and little vignettes we get off air. Yes. So thank you to like kind of the Hubbard community.
1: <laughs> thank you. We all have our challenges <laughs> and our, challenges and, our <laughs> oh, yeah. and our, we have our challenges and we have our triumphs. And so oh, we're yeah. very glad to be part of this community. So should we move into some motivational interviewing? Sure. Okay. So
2: we talked about star goals. Another thing that's really, really impactful is motivational interviewing. Okay. Um, at a high level, it's something that's used really frequently with, like, long-term illnesses. Okay. Or, like, when you have a big task that you're kind of overwhelmed by. Okay. Do you want to... Because I'm still
1: kind of confused by the definition of that. So what is it that we're getting at with motivational interviewing, and why do we need it? Or it's, why should we it? It's one of the it? more
2: effective ways to decrease ambivalence okay. for clients who are suffering with, like, long-term illness or an incredible um, burden. Okay. So we have a like a blog post that Nate Penns and Dr. Kristen Koonsman and I put together for type 1 diabetes. Okay. Because that's a really hard thing for kids to deal with. It's like hard mm-hmm. to be a teen. It's even harder to be a teen with a, like type 1 diabetes. Right.
0: And basically it's the modality that's most recommended when you are ambivalent, when mm-hmm. you're not sure how you want to move forward. So you're okay. kind of debating between two alternatives and you're not quite sure what to do. Okay. Yeah, it's
2: like you're flirting with depression, but not quite there. Okay.
0: All <laughs> right. Like, Fair yeah, enough. Any big life event. So yeah. Uh, Chronic illness is a big one. Wanting to quit smoking Mm -hmm. its really commonly used. So anytime you're kind of in that zone of I kind of want to, but I'm not quite sure if I'm ready. It's great then.
1: Okay. So how do you then help me as a potential partner and and, and client navigate what that looks like?
2: I I mean, I would start by creating achievable, realistic goals, like we said. Okay. So I feel like we kind of hit into that. The second one is empowering your kid or yourself rather than trying to manage them.
1: Okay. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: So success doesn't mean blood sugar is at like one level. Mm-hmm. It means you're making the right dietary choices.
1: Okay. So you're, you're making good, healthy choices to try and help achieve that goal of blood sugar being at a certain level. So it's just many yeah. steps along the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean,
2: Andrea, Amy, how would you empower a kid rather than managing them or.
0: I think helping them identify where they want to go. Um, highlighting different alternatives and helping them kind of figure out their own path. Okay. Mm-hmm. Empowerment's huge. Yes. With adults with any human, it's really good and it's um a great approach that's very culturally inclusive it includes a lot of different values so you're taking on the value of the client
1: okay so amy and dr andrea is it also a matter of like giving like those positive reinforcers versus like only showing them the negative like oh well this is what's going to go wrong if you don't do this is it more focusing on the here's all the positives that you'll have if you do
3: that was exactly what i was going to say okay Dr. Hutchins finished. i was going to say i think it's really important to use that positive reinforcement and overemphasize some of those things sometimes so i even know like when my one-and-a-half-year-old is pulling my hair, I hate it, and mm-hmm. it drives me nuts, and I just want to scream. Yes, But at the same time, if I just stay calm and say, let go, please, let go, please, right? Then when mm-hmm. he lets go, I say, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. Let right. like, Oh, thank you, It feels so much better. And I hug him, and I give him that positive attention that mm-hmm. he wanted the whole time. And
1: I think it's interesting when you're in that mode to go, there's a difference between that reward-based attention instead of saying, I'm bribing them by doing something. Mm-hmm. I think that there's mm-hmm. still that fine line of rewarding them for positive you know when you can tell sometimes they just want attention like my kids in that mode like he's like his favorite game right now is to throw all the things on my bed on the floor he thinks it's a game (laughs) i am annoyed to high heaven by this whole thing i'm like my pillows don't go on the floor and he finds that hilarious and so it's just me trying to like reframe i'm like no he really just wants me to play with him Mm -hmm. and he's created this game Mm -hmm. and do i really care that my pillow's on the floor a little piece of me, but overall, not really. You know, so right. it's hard. It's yep. hard to go, oh, how yeah. do I reframe this? And just yep. go, I'm not going to have this thing that triggers my OCD. Yep. I'm going to dampen down on that. And, and keep no. in mind,
0: that was such a good reminder. And we'll probably <laughs> talk about this throughout the whole year while we're here. But positive reinforcement, like Amy was talking about, is the most powerful. The research proves it over and over again that the more you can figure out Ways you can positively reinforce, reinforce the behaviors you like, mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. It can work so well.
1: Like, I forget a lot of times that I need to praise him for things that are mm-hmm. good behaviors. Because so you're like, well, you're supposed to do that. But mm-hmm. they don't necessarily know that. Even once right. they get into, like, teenage years, it's like, yeah, you should clean up your room. But do they know that or is it really sticking yet? Is it right. their priority? So I'm going, okay, it seems silly that I'm like, great job on mm-hmm. doing that thing. I think you should do every day, but mm-hmm. yeah. I want you to keep doing it. So I'll just tell you great job.
0: Yep. It's so much easier than saying, clean your room, right. clean your yeah. room, clean your room. Why oh my gosh. I hate nagging. Isn't mm-hmm.
1: it exhausting? It's Nagging exhausting. people. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: <laughs> that being said, I feel like you na- like you end up nagging a lot just having kids.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. part of the job. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's a lot of work. Though. <laughs> just thinking about work. it is making me tired. Uh, <laughs>
2: right. Um, the third point is just listen to your child,
1: which mm-hmm. I feel like
2: we kind of hit on throughout mm-hmm. there. So identifying those sources of pride where they're like showing empathy.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And listen, if you're thinking about it for yourself, listen to yourself, mm-hmm. take a moment to reflect and listen to what you're actually thinking and try to make sense of it. It's mm-hmm. called uh, metacognition. So you're okay. thinking about your thinking, think, making sense of your thinking um, and that can really help guide you, too.
1: Well, a lot of times since we're dealing with younger kids, so so Dr. Andrea and Amy, if we're setting goals, is it okay to set like a family goal where it's kind mm-hmm. of a goal for you and oh, the kids yeah. together? Or how do we, because we're mm-hmm. trying to teach them to do something that we may not be great at yet. So how yeah. do we kind of get started with that?
3: Yeah, I think that's a great question. So, one of the ways that I do that is when I have someone who's under 18, mm-hmm. so even if they're a teenager, when they come into my office, we always set a parent goal mm-hmm. too. Okay. Whatever that looks like. So, it could be a family goal that incorporates parents, but I think that part of it could be like learning more natural logical consequences, right? Mm-hmm. So, if I throw my food on the floor, A, I have to clean it up. Mm -hmm. B, I'm not going to be able to eat that anymore. Okay. If it's something Mm -hmm. I was really hungry to eat. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. So setting goals like that so the parent doesn't say, like, well, then you lose your phone because you threw your dinner on the floor. Right. Because that doesn't necessarily connect or make sense. Okay. So things like that can be really helpful. Or a lot of times I'll set a goal for families to say, like, Mm -hmm. why don't you guys check in with each other at least once a week to start out and go over, like, this has been the best part of my week. This has been the hardest part of my week. Okay. Mm -hmm. sit around the table and actually have a conversation and
0: acknowledge each other's feelings and communicate with each other in an open way. Okay. I love that, and I love your point of natural consequences. I work on that a ton Mm -hmm. with my clients as well, and I know a lot of therapists at Care Counseling do. Um, They're really hard to come up with at first. I Mm -hmm. think a lot of parents fall back on like grounding or taking things away, Mm -hmm. and it's really hard to think of those natural consequences. The more you do it, the easier it is, and sometimes you need the support of a professional to help you figure out what is the natural consequence right now. Right. Because that's how we... Create adults. Like, if I mess up at work, I'm going to have to figure out how to fix that situation. I can't just punish myself.
1: Right. That's not
0: Mm -hmm. how life works. And it's also,
1: it's a fix it plan, I call it. It's also difficult because sometimes what I want to default to, if you keep doing that, you'll get a timeout. And that doesn't really Mm -hmm. have an impact. It's like, okay, you're going to (laughs) make me go sit on the couch or in my timeout spot for a second because, and so I get what you're saying, that it's hard sometimes for me to go. This should be the consequence to this behavior. Yeah. Okay. And it,
0: it takes a lot of thinking at first. Like our little Sophia, she's, mm-hmm. um has a lot of energy and she's wonderful. We love that part of her. Mm-hmm. The force
2: is strong in that one. The
0: force yes. is strong. <laughs> so, for instance, you know, she might hit her older sister and mm-hmm. our older one, Charlotte, is, you know, very sweet and she will take it sometimes mm-hmm. and not do much about it. And so what we do with Sophia is if she hits, the consequence is you did something mean with your hands. And now you need to think of something nice you can do with your hands for Charlotte. Okay. So whether that's a hug, coloring her a picture, and with mm-hmm. that we want an apology. Okay. And now we don't even have to really say much. Sophia knows that's what she's supposed to do. If she does something mean with her hands, mm-hmm. she's to do something nice with her hands next.
1: Okay. Yeah. Now how do you transfer that from that's a natural consequence to this is the reward that I get for this negative behavior? Does that question make any sense? Because I feel like what I have noticed from talking to, like, my son's therapist is what Mm -hmm. he'll do is that if he wants to get out of something, he'll morph it into a game. Like, that's his (laughs) response strategies. He's like, now I'm cute about it. And it's like, no, I still don't want you to do that. Right. So Mm -hmm. how do I not reward him for that negative Mm -hmm. thing and get him to go, no, he still wants you to do the positive?
0: I think watching uh, your own behaviors as a parent, too. So. I'm a sucker for hugs. Yes, and so like, right. Going back to the Sophia example, she'll start crying sometimes after hitting
1: her sister. Right. And
0: naturally, as a parent, I want to go hug her
1: because mm-hmm. she's like, "Look, my bad behavior made me feel bad." Yep. Okay. I yes, exactly. <laughs> got it. All <And> right.
0: <laughs> <so laughs> I can instead use my words and say, "You know, first we need to remember that we need to do something nice with our hands. You need to apologize before we start hugging or making things feel better." Okay. So I need yeah. to watch myself because that's I know my weakness. That I'm Mm -hmm. constantly working on and trying to figure out how do I work on that
1: piece of it so that I'm not reinforcing bad behavior, right? Because it's hard because I'm going. Mm -hmm. This is now you're doing that bad behavior to get this response that Uh you want when you can't just ask for the hug. So I'm like, how do I stay on that train? Just ask for the hug, please. Exactly.
0: And I know Frozen is not our movie this month, but I do love Mm -hmm. in the new Frozen. There's one line that says, "My love isn't fragile."
1: Yes, and Mm -hmm. I
0: love that line. So my kids know even if you know there's a consequence, I love them
1: right like, mm-hmm. there's
0: no doubt about that during any of the parenting mm-hmm. but that still means you can parent right And i think you can still have consequences and my kids know throughout and i'll even say sometimes like i love you right now i need you to do something nice for your sister okay
2: mm-hmm.
1: so i love that idea that. yes mm-hmm. well we are covering some great information this morning on the mom show we're going to have more of that when we come back and what are we going to close out with today
2: um andrew you want to talk about the mental wellness overview
1: yeah i think that'd be great overview what that means all right and we'll get that information out to you and we'll take your calls at 651-641-1071 be right back with our friends from care counseling Welcome back to the Mom Show here on My Talk 107.1, also streaming on mytalk 1071com I always like to remind people there's a bunch of ways for you to get this information, not only for yourself, if you want to listen to it again at your leisure, but also if you want to pass it on to a loved one, to a family member, any of those things. You can always go to our website, mytalk 1071com use the keyword Mom Show, and you can find this podcastable version mm-hmm. of this show, so you can listen back to it, because sometimes you're like, oh, I popped in the car, and I didn't hear part of that, but it sounded like it it related to me or i would love to pass it on to somebody else because you're like oh that resonated mm-hmm. so we always encourage you to listen back and yep. and that's part of the reason why i love being here like people are like okay how can you like the mom show so much I'm like it saves me personally a lot of work because uh you guys come to me yep. and so <laughs> so i'm like i have a question i'll save it up because between you and our other three partners everything works out <laughs> i probably had a question that i needed to ask you so thank you for sharing every time
0: mm-hmm. So today we're talking about mental wellness. and It's a really important topic because that's kind of where we're all striving to be. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, it doesn't come uh, supernaturally to everyone. Actually, most people it doesn't. It's sort of like working out. You have to work on it kind of every day or at least pay attention to it every day or every week. It takes
2: effort. It takes
0: a lot of effort. Um, And so what we're talking about today is setting goals and how to do that, especially with the new year with the goal of mental wellness. And sometimes, you know, things you might be listening to this thinking, wow, I'm really struggling in a few areas you know, that's a good time to call. Give us right. a call and see if care counseling could help or another agency like ours. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we talked about a lot of really good things today, and I kind of was left with a handful of things we didn't hit on. Right. So, this last little portion here, I want to spend some time circling back over some of the stuff we talked about and going a little bit deeper. And of course, this is just a one hour show. Right. So, there's a lot of depth we're not going to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, these are topics that You know, we might spend a handful of weeks on -on one-on-one with an individual versus a quick hour overview.
1: Exactly. There's a
0: lot more that we could say about it. Um, During that last break, we had a really good conversation about a lot of times we set these specific goals, which are very important using the STAR method John talked about. Um, But we forget about the big picture. Right. So I think check in with yourself, too. Where do you want to be? You know, what is that ultimate goal? And then how do you break it down into something achievable?
1: Mm -hmm. And I
0: think a lot of people fall into one or the other where they set these big goals that are really hard to attack. Right. Or so many little goals that it's hard to figure out the big picture of what you're doing. So I -hmm. think taking a moment with yourself, even, you know, 10 minutes and thinking through what are my long-term goals, my big picture goals. And how do I break that down into something achievable? Yeah. Wonderful. And we all have friends falling on both ends of that spectrum. Yes, I know
1: which side I'm on.
0: Yeah. Yep, you and know. I know what side I tend to fall on, too. And I have friends, you know, that say, the, well, this year, within three months, I'm going to run a marathon. But they like, haven't good been for running. you, right? right. <laughs> how are you going to get there? Right. <laughs> so I think we need to figure out how do you do those little steps and that running goal may start with, you know, I'm going to walk five days a week. Uh-huh. And then slowly building a little running. So it's the same thing with mental wellness. We have to do a little bit at a time. And build it up, and we're building kind of muscle strength and muscle memory so we can do that. So making sure you set those big picture goals is really big.
1: And I appreciate that. When we first started the show, we talked about one of your partners for this month. We talked about NAMI. And so I want to go to the phones for a moment um, because we do have Marcy on the line. We encourage everybody to be part of the mom show. The number, again, is 651-641-1071. Marcy, thank you for calling the mom show. Did you have a comment about NAMI? Marcy? We'll try one more time with Marcy, and if we can't get Marcy, then I'm going to have producer Sonny go ahead and pick that up, and then she could come back to me, and that'll be great. So, Marcy, are you there with us? Hey, Producer Sani, why don't you go ahead and talk to her, and then we'll go ahead and relate that conversation to everybody else. Sorry about that, Marcy. I know mm-hmm. that we did get a new Sorry, phone Marcy. system here yeah. at, uh, at my talk, and so it's been a little problematic. We are working yep. out the kinks in 2020, just like we are working out some of our internal kinks as yep. well. <laughs> so, wow, what a great Exactly, yeah, so we need to work on that as well. So we'll come back to Producer Sani and Marcy's comment in just a second.
0: Great, and going back to that NAMI, um, just the idea of NAMI reminding people it's a great organization. If you go to our Facebook page, we are... Um, just collecting donations. We're going to send it all over to NAMI to support their organization. They do so much good for our community. Uh, care counseling supports them quite a bit and mm-hmm. they've supported us too. So right. It's been a really great partnership.
1: Thank you. And we are going to have a different partner that you guys work with every month. So we mm-hmm, look forward mm-hmm. to what we do in the future.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, another thing that came up in the break that I want to have Amy talk about a little bit is it goes back to the idea of modeling. Right. And, you know, when we make mistakes or when our kids make mistakes, saying sorry. Right. Yes, yeah, so we talked a lot about wanting our kids to say sorry
3: when they do something wrong. Mm-hmm. And my thought was, but as a parent, I do things wrong too. Right? right? What? Mm-hmm. And so that's like, what if my husband and I get into a fight, right? Yes. And unintentionally, mm-hmm. my kid is all of a sudden standing at the top of the stairs mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there and I look and I'm like, you weren't supposed to hear that stuff. Right. What am I supposed to do now, right? Mm-hmm. And so going to them and then I think having my husband and I go to him mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, Look, I am so sorry that you right. had to hear that. That was an adult conversation that we were trying to have privately. And I am really sorry that you were a part of that. Right. What can I do?
1: I've had to apologize to my son because I've accused him of things that he really didn't do. Oh,
3: yeah. I'm like, historically, this is what you would
1: have been doing. So I'm like, what are you doing? He looks like, I'm not doing anything. And I'm like, I'm sorry. You were right. You Mm -hmm. were doing that correctly. Or he was doing something Mm -hmm. the right way. And I'm just so used to him doing it a wrong way that I snapped to the reflex. Mm -hmm. The reflex mom answer to something. I'm like, sorry, buddy. No, you were right. You know. Or he'll do something. And I'm like. I messed up, you know, yeah, and mm-hmm. I try to do that if I, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I try to catch myself and whether, and I try to make sure that I say the words regardless of whether I think he really was bothered by it. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I want to, you know, I want to come yeah, off, good you know, modeling. I want to come back to that. So, and producer Sonny, do you have a comment for us? Nope. Okay, that's cool. We're all good. So thank you very and much. With
0: that too, I think we're living in a society where saying sorry is kind of confusing right now. We're right. Hearing oh, yeah. all these messages with like sorry not sorry, yes, non apologetic, and I yes. think we need to take a moment to remember to say sorry when we mean it correct and when it's a necessary thing to do and to stop saying sorry when we don't
1: need to right and
0: that's what the whole point of that is but i think it gets lost in that and sometimes people think well i don't have to say sorry that's the message nowadays we still need to be accountable for our actions right and i think it takes a lot of courage to say sorry and a lot Mm -hmm. of strength and vulnerability when it's necessary right and finding that line
1: right And it is difficult because I understand what you're saying. Like one of the things that we worked on, especially I think over the last two years, is not apologizing for things that don't Mm -hmm. really, you shouldn't have the burden on it. So it's like, I'm so sorry about or saying sorry as the opening Mm -hmm. of a sentence unnecessarily. Yeah, mm Because that did water down the meaning of
0: it. It did. It did. But it's still really good to use those words. Right. They're really powerful words and Mm -hmm. they um, can create a lot of healing too. Right.
2: It's also good to keep the butts out of the saris.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: sorry. Yes. I'm sorry,
2: but you've been really annoying. It's I've, not a great message. I've
1: also tried to take ifs out. I'm yes. sorry if. It's like, no, yeah. I'm I'm sorry, yeah. period. Sometimes. Yes. 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 Hey, That's it. Sometimes. And we can
0: say sorry to ourselves, too. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. I think mm-hmm. it's okay to forgive um, yourself for different things that have happened. And, you know, decisions we've made. Everyone makes mistakes and figuring out how to... Forgive from right. within is really powerful too mm-hmm. if it takes saying it out loud, that's okay yeah and that that goes into mental health awareness and
3: what's one way that I can mm-hmm. deal with my mental health and I think it is about internally dealing with those things too Mm -hmm. so it's great to have support on the outside that can help with those things but at the same time it's also good to have yourself as a resource and being able to let go of some of that shame and guilt when it's not healthy Mm -hmm. shame and guilt
1: right well overall it seems like one of the uh, overall lessons from today is that it's okay for you and your kids to feel things and not always go i have to just power through and think everything is rainbows and sunshine Mm -hmm. when they're not
2: Yeah, especially
1: as we go into this new year, just kind of going, how do I frame a positive interaction in a way that we can grow? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a great summary. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right.
1: So, I mean, overall, so if you guys were looking at, I know that we didn't do like specific uh, like resolutions and such amongst Mm -hmm. all of us. But do you guys have some goals that you want to share that you guys are working on for 2020 that we're all doing?
2: Yeah, one of my goals for care counseling is um, we're trying to place normal language to express mental health diagnoses that are common. So, you know, if someone's like, my back hurts, Mm -hmm. if they keep complaining about it, you might suggest, hey, go to a chiropractor. Right. Um, That doesn't really exist for mental health. Okay. So we're trying to put words like, I'm feeling really stressed lately, or I'm having a hard time sleeping. We're trying to associate that with things like anxiety so that people actually know to get help before Mm -hmm. it becomes a big problem.
1: Oh, that's wonderful. So using
2: a, a resource like care counseling when you're having a lot of nightmares and feel really trapped, that might have something to do with trauma.
1: Right. Well, we are going to have some great goals. We've set some great mm-hmm. reminders for ourselves and everyone else out there, and we look forward to growing with all of our friends from Care Counseling. We remind you that you can get information from Care Clinics by going to their website, carecounseling.com, or you can also call 612-223-8898. We guys will see you guys next month. So Thank happy you, New year, everyone. Happy year. New Year. Always check us out. It's mytalk1071.com, a keyword mom show. We'll see you next time.